Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lauren. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. Best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. Today we're asking ourselves, what do we do to stay in the present? So like, how do we stay in the here and now mm -hmm. instead of futurizing or reliving the past? Exactly. That's a very good question. <laughs> it is a good question because I think when you get divorced, you think about yep. all the past things and like, could I have done this and yeah. should I have done this? Yeah. My well, one regret is not going back to school when I was I had it yeah you, you dwell on regrets you in the do. past or I spent a good bit of time going through divorce by getting through the divorce by futurizing yeah. I yeah. will be able to do this this and this my life will look like this when I finally get here and now that I am here futurizing I don't have anything to futurize with like I really love where I am and I don't really know where I, what I want my future to look like yeah. and so that's more it's too it's scary well and to part, be in the future part of it you know Two things, I think, after divorce, you grieve the loss of, maybe sometimes the loss of that partner, but you definitely grieve the loss of a family unit, right? We, I think yes. we can all say that. Yeah. Or future plans. Or, or, or future plans with but, a family unit. Yeah. And that when you're, when you're divorced and single, what Bonnie just said, you're futurizing um, or trying to decide what your future's going to look like. If you're divorced and have a partner, it's hard not to futurize that in terms of what your marriage used to look like sometimes. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And, when and it doesn't necessarily have to be any of that. No, and in really, we don't want our futures to look like no. our marriage exactly. is ended. Exactly. Like. Right. No. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. My therapist is constantly like, you could die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You could die tomorrow, so be happy today. Well, now there's, but there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Is how, so what are some of the ways, like if you find yourself in regret that like Beth, you didn't go back and, and get your, um, do, my dental do your dental, do dental school, um, or, or if, just any of those regrets that we have, if you find yourself in re, in the past in those regrets, or even futurizing and stressing yourself out, what do you do to ground yourself in the here and now? Okay, this is going to sound, well, it's not morbid, but it's kind of how I operate. I have kept a journal for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And what helps me the most is when I read through the journal and it's saying, you know, I would like this and I would like this. And then I realize that all I have to do is be grateful because I'm already at some of those places that I really wanted to be, mm -hmm. I've already achieved that. Right. Yeah. Like my job. Who yeah. knew I was going to get this great job, working this great job that I love with great people, and they are very supportive. Yeah. You know, at that point when I was writing my journal, I didn't have a job. Right. I, my nursing license was in dust. And, you know, so I've, I think looking back and reading my journal to see where I was at a specific time, helps me to be grateful for where I am right now. Like, some of those goals I've already met, so now I'm on to the next goals. Well, and I think that we all got divorced at a time in our lives where we had a lot of boxes checked already. 
Is that true? That's true. We all had careers oh, I, we at had the our point kids. in time, and we had our we kids. Had kids. I mean, you had already been a nurse. You already oh, knew yeah. the nursing. Yeah. You'd already had a career. That's you true. didn't have to recreate no. or, or start a career from scratch. So I think we were all really fortunate in that we, we already had, had a foundation to fall right. back on. Yeah. We We'd all gone to college. We all had that education. We all had all of that so that we could. We did have the background to support ourselves so that when we're now, now we're all stable in our jobs and in our careers and that and well to be honest that's huge in helping us stay grounded is, because we don't have that worry and oh I yeah think a lot of yeah, a lot of we, we should be very grateful yes. that we all have that because a lot of women yeah and who might be listening don't have that and you know they're working toward that yeah and you have to keep stay keep going you know there for a while i would do one day at a time yeah like i felt like i was slogging through and if i just kept moving forward even if it felt really slow that I really wasn't making much headway if I just kept putting one foot in front of the other and kept doing the daily grind thing getting up going to work taking care of my kid coming home fixing dinner putting my kid to bed making sure the homework was done making sure my stuff was done just those little mundane things like laundry or making sure we had food in the house you know, just those little but you're making progress every yeah. time you do that well, you are moving forward and when I don't know. I, I still do this lately, too. There's so... When you're a single parent, which we all are, there's just a lot more on your plate than there was before. Mm-hmm. And and it's just true. And I, I'm busy at work a lot. And so I've kind of had to come to that moment where I'm like, all right, I have to do... Part of my staying present is doing whatever the next thing on my to-do list right. is. And I can't think about five things down on the right. list. Does that you make sense? Do yes. You yes. just do the next thing. I do thing. that too. And then also accepting. I'm not a perfectionist in my life, but I have a little bit of that sometimes in my work life. And accepting that, like, there are going to be moments when everything's not going to get 100%. Mm-hmm. There's going to be moments where my kid gets 100%. And maybe, like, the rehearsal I have that day is probably going to get 80%. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, well, and, and balancing a, that and being yeah. okay with it. That's a human need. Well, I think well, but that's, that's a part of work. Yeah, I mean, that's, but yeah. that's work-life balance. If yeah. you're going to have a balance, you have 100% to give, which means no one thing can get 100%. Right, right, it has right. to be split. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just yeah. normal. Yeah. Well, um, I've had to accept I used to be a huge homemaker person. And I have to accept that these days, the one thing that I really can't have any control over is my house. Because the one thing that always gets left out is my housework. Mm. I mean, I keep up with the laundry and the cooking, but like I have my vacuum this week. Sorry. Mm. I mean, it's well, just not going to get done. It, I just prioritize never gets things. Done in my house, so. I mean, I prioritize things, and that's just not that important. It used to be super important that my house was completely clean. And everything was put up, and you know that was kind of my pride because I was a stay-at-home mom for so long. That's what I did. Yeah. Now that is the last thing on my list. So yeah, that has never been the first on my list. So when we find ourselves, because we all stay pretty busy, mm-hmm. yeah. like when you find yourselves alone, alone in your home, alone with yourself, what kind of things do you do to to stay present, like to to keep active in the moment all right so there's so if i am feeling like if i am feeling terrible like i am looking back or looking forward or i'm in an uncomfortable place and i find myself alone in my house 
I organize something. Mm-hmm. Which people who know me are going to think that's really strange because I'm I'm an organized person, but my house can tend yeah. to live in chaos. I, I'm like that too. Yeah. <laughs> but if I have, but if I find myself there, if I organize the drawers, my drawers. Um, my chest of drawers or I organize some kitchen cabinets or drawers if I go in and I kind of have some space put some space in order that I can go back and look to and know it's in order somehow that grounds me here it makes me feel more comfortable in my space and it gets my mind off of where I was if I am and if that's done and I mean of course I'm always in the studio and painting if I can always get into a piece of artwork but not everybody has that kind of passion so that's just a second I used to always organize my closet first because my closet was my safe space and get that all put together and so it was always neat that's the first place I'll go to when I feel chaotic is I'll get all of that back in order and all of that but I found even drawers and all of that will really sort of help bring me some peace in that very presence. And I guess it makes me feel like I'm more in control of where I am in my life right then, even though it's a, it's, it's not, it's not anything big and it's ridiculous, but I can organize a drawer and feel like I have just taken back control of my life. I'm kind of the opposite, I think. And maybe it's from the years of doing that. <laughs> maybe so, because you know, that's not something that's now usually I'd on like the top of my list. Walk, like I had a really bad day the other day and I thought I can't sit here and worry about wallow. all yeah. of this yeah. I literally got up had my shoes on thank goodness and just walked straight out my front door mm-hmm. I didn't lock it I didn't <laughs> straight out my front door and over to the park and I walked a little loop and it like broke that little yeah. cycle of what was going on in my head and then I walked home and I would then I could tackle it yeah. it's like I had to remove myself from the actual well, and that's where it. we've talked about that before, about being able to step outside yourself and where you mm-hmm. are and look at your life objectively as if you weren't the main character and right. say, okay, what is it I actually have going on? Mm-hmm. And leaving your house to go walk is a brilliant strategy. So if you feel stuck, just to break it up, leave, and come back so that you can well, also, have a different like setting. walking, painting, mowing my yard, those are all kind of mindless activities for me and so if I can do that it kind of separates me from what's bothering me Mm. if I'm starting to live too much in my head yeah um and so then I can't and it sounds weird because it like it frees my mind and this is going to sound I don't know how this will sound but when I used to do the rosary just that little rubbing of the beads and Mm. doing the decades and stuff even though you are consciously kind of thinking about what you're saying, your mind drifts and you think of other things. That's how painting, walking, mowing, those kind of things that I've done so many times, you know, I don't have to think about it. My mind can go to a different place mm-hmm. and it kind of just clears out all the stuff I was thinking about, past stuff, forward stuff, worry all that and then I can be a little more grounded in what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and be in the present for the next thing that rolls through. Sometimes I get, um, sometimes the number of things I have on my plate will make me anxious. Like I'll get worried about it and I, I get in this point and some of this is my ADD, but I'll start to not be able to accomplish things because I start to worry about getting all of it done. You're spending too much time like on the stress of worry. Yeah. Like a little bit. And so I don't, like, I'm conscious of it, though. So I've been 
I've been trying to figure out like how to snap myself out of it, and part of that is organization, like you mm-hmm. said, like 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 that's how I make myself present when that starts to be too much. But then the other day, some I, I live, I love people, I love being around people, and there are people constantly in and out of my house. But every once in a while, I reach my limit, and when it happens, it happens so fast, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here, I gotta get out of here now. So it happened a couple days ago, and I took myself on a date. I, oh, like, I love that. I drove to, um, I needed to get a, a white a dress for Dina Blanc. So I drove to Huntsville. I went um, shopping. I mean, I didn't have, like, epic money to spend, but I just needed to get a cheap little dress. I went to H&M, and I, like, got myself lunch, and I just, like, went away for a second and compartmentalized and then I was so much better so that's like my walking I just physically removed myself from the atmosphere what's where I was I don't even like shopping but no I think like I think we can get bogged down in like all of we're talking about the active things that we Mm -hmm. can do I just think sometimes because we've left a life we essentially left a life Right. Well, we left a two-income life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and to be yeah. honest, come on, guys, that that really plays a well, part in what it is we can just, do. But a, not just a two-income two life and a way of doing things. A yeah. person, yeah. a person that you were had a routine. Right. You no, knew well, what the way, you were doing. The way, the way doing you things. did it. Uh, two-income, two people tackling. Well, and I, I guess for no, me I that doesn't. Yeah. That, I mean, we didn't. But have I had another person in my house, and you have a security of someone have. To live alone as a woman is a little different than to live alone as a man. Yeah, that's. I think that's true. I do too. I, I agree with. Well, that. I think that we all like. I people ask me how if I enjoy living where we live, and I have to say absolutely. If I scream in my house, my neighbors are right there. They our houses are so close; they're going to know. Yeah, and they're going to come to my aid. Oh. They're going to know there's something oh. wrong. I just love the, the this closeness. This is an offshoot, but would any of us live in a rural area alone? No, I would not. You would. Well, I have a German Shepherd. Oh, and, oh, well, and I, a collection I, of uh, I did. And other that's, <laughs> well, that's the thing we've talked about. The last house, the house I moved out of, the the mar- the house, the married house that I had, was um, had sixteen entrances and exits. It was all French windows going on the front and all French windows on the back. And I, I never felt, I never felt incredibly safe there because yeah. it when it was just me and the kids I was there there were way too many ways to get in and out yeah. of my house so yeah. and I had dogs but it you know I, I, I don't know I just I would rather live I love this yeah. I yes. like our neighborhood too and I, I think people watch even I mean you know, yes it and is it was sort of Gladys Gladys and different. but my, it's like it's nice to that I need Gladys living across like, the street listen, from me behind me on either side of me all my neighbors they watch. They know who's at my house. They'll say, your son didn't move his car. Right. <laughs> Where is he? Oh, <laughs> you know, oh. my daughter was in and out. You know, having friends. Sorry. I know we have we have an offshoot right now, but the same thing happened to me one time because my son's father was on a walk, and he sent him home because he was having a bad attitude. Well, when I'm home alone, I lock the door, and my ex like watched him walk down the street and then went away my son got to the house and couldn't get in the house because i had locked the door i was taking a shower and i didn't hear him knock oh, no. so my son went to go find his dad and he ended up in an alley a block away and luckily we have neighbors who know each other i mean i'm, right. I'm grateful for that kind of neighborhood but anyway it is nice 
I feel like this is kind of like a 1970s neighborhood. Oh, yeah. You know, we ran around Everybody's all over the place, and we stayed out. Well, essentially, our mothers locked us out, and we stayed out all day until dark, and then you knew to go home when it started getting up, you know, if your mother didn't come out and call yeah. you. And I feel but, like your neighbors watched, and they let you come use the bathroom. Wherever you were in the neighborhood, you came in and out, and I, people knew you. Can I say, part of that neighborly thing that we have, like last night we were at an event, the three of us were at an event, and I remember telling people that it's like we live in a, on a compound. But having, it is kind of like we live on a compound. Yeah, I mean, we, we have like really three streets of, yeah, neighbors of neighbors that, we that have, are really close. Yeah. But also, that constant, like, you know, this morning one of my neighbors was like, mimosas? Like, what, what yeah. are we doing? Like, that helps me stay present, too, is I don't really, part of our little um, conglomerate here helps me, like, just, I don't know what my daily's going to look like any day. So, it, it's so, hard to get bogged down in, I mean, it's important to set goals, but sometimes it's hard, I, I find it that I don't get bogged down so much in, in future or past because... There's constantly something new going on. Well, I have. I used to be really big on planning. Like planning is what sort of kept me futurizing. Yeah. And not because my my then and now my present when I was going through divorce and even prior to the divorce when things were just terrible, living with an alcoholic, I, I used my planning time as a way to futurize and sort of bring myself out of the present because the present was uncomfortable. And I've really consciously stop doing that because I need to feel more present but you're right community yeah building a community that supports you that are that, that is full of positive people yeah. mm-hmm. and um, people who accept you for who you are is there's nothing like it so if you're in a place where you don't have that it, do what you can to find it. Yeah. I mean, I think it has been huge for all three of us to have a it's community. Oh, it's, it's everything. To have a community, yeah. to have people that I know. Um, if I call them, they're not going to let me wallow for too long. They're going to yeah. say, hey, look what you did last week, or look what you did, how far you've come, and you're doing a great job. I have one person that if I'm feeling bad, well, actually I have two because you sent me on that says you're a good mom mm-hmm. sometimes that's all I need to hear because mm-hmm. <laughs> you get so I mean when yeah. you're doing it all yeah. by yourself you have those moments where you think oh my gosh is this the right thing to do did I did I think of every little possible way that this could help my child score my child yeah, <laughs> what am I doing some, and to have yeah. somebody validate you're being a good mom um, I have two people that do that for me, and it it's one of those things, like, you don't expect to hear. You want to know how you're doing, but you don't expect to hear. So, if you can have those people that che- that are like your cheerleaders, your encouragers, whatever you want to call them, I think, um, it was it Mr. Rogers was saying, look for the... Look for the helpers. The helpers, yeah. yeah. I think it, that's really important. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to find your people out there that know you and love you even when you're having a horribly crapola day. <laughs> they mm-hmm. can say, well, and find, yeah. you know, you're, you're doing a really good job mm-hmm. at your job. You, even though the job has gotten you down today, you are really doing a good job at it. Or you're really, you know, look how far you've come. And 
you know, so my house hadn't been vacuumed in a week or so. I mean, <laughs> I, I keep going back okay. to that. I'm dwelling yeah. on the past because I haven't done it. But. Well, but, you, you, but having, you need different kinds of friends. You having do. friends that you can talk to about your parenting stuff. So you have people yeah. in the same, because we're all at three different places in parenting. Yeah. So you have people who are in the same place of parenting that you can bounce things off of. Having friends who are also divorced or who aren't divorced now but who have been through divorce. Yes. We've talked about this before yeah. and how how important it is to find someone who understands that death yeah. of a relationship, that agony, yeah. that even though it's all supposed to be what it's supposed to be and you're thrilled about it, I mean, not thrilled, but you know what I mean, that it's exactly what you need to move on with your life. Yeah, it's still it's, not a happy thing. No, yeah. and it's, that it's important to have other people who understand that. Yeah, but I think it's important to have people that understand your sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Because I had somebody that sent me that card that said, congratulations on your divorce, and you open it up and said, we hated him anyway. <laughs> I was like, oh, Because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, you know, expecting yeah. something else. And then, like, I have one that I framed. I'm sure I've told y'all about. I had the worst first year after divorce trying to get things organized, trying to get a job, trying to figure out how to make the numbers work. And I, I had another friend that sent me one that said last year was a, a Category 5 shitstorm. <laughs> so I had to, I have that sitting on my desk. Just to remind me, yeah. I lived through that, all the bad stuff, you know, the really heavy decisions and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I lived through it. And look, I'm on the other side. I can actually laugh. I laugh at myself all the time. I laugh with y'all all yeah. the time over, you know, some pretty... Heavy pretty stuff deep and that heavy we've things, been through yeah. because we all and it's kind of a bonding. If you can find a group that has been through it and they really want to get yeah. on the other side, I'm not talking about everybody that's gone through it is not a positive person right. and they still have a lot of anger, a lot of distrust, a lot of poor pitiful me. Mm. I can be with a person like that for about five minutes. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, because it'll drag you back down, and you don't need to. You don't need to be drugged no. back. We've you already, already been, yeah. that, we've already oh, been not, in that terrible place. But, yeah. We don't need to spend any more time also there. Also, not productive, especially when you're not. co-parenting. It is not. That's not the way. Like I, I um, uh, never want to present like that in front of my ex or in front of anybody who he may be with. I only want to present like well, or in like, front of your child. Yeah, or in front of your kid. I mean, like, I only want to present like positive and productive because yes. other otherwise it really isn't productive. No, know? it's not. No, it's and not. you're not setting. I always think, you know, taking a step back and having to view my life as a movie instead of being in the moment of the emotion part of it. If you can take a step back and view it, I always want to show my child you can be kind Mm -hmm. in any situation you can be positive in any situation you can be nice to somebody who has been horrible to you Mm -hmm. in any situation if you can model for your child you don't have to be the true x y demanding this or demanding attention or you don't have to do that. You can model positive behavior. Yeah. And that's what I'd like to do for my children. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't... There's well, no... There's, there's too much energy to be the other. It's... Well, yeah. yeah, I think we all would agree that it is just... 
a whole lot more productive for our lives to sit in a positive place than it is to dwell yeah. on anything negative. Oh, 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 oh. This is a good thing that, that, that my therapist told me the other day. She said, because I talked her through just some, like, at this point, she's my life coach. Right. So whatever my, whatever the most immediate conflict is that's going on, that's what I'll talk to her about. So I went to go talk to her about just some things that have happened recently. And she said, Lauren, your house is Disney World. It is the happiest place on earth. I want you to view it like that. And don't, don't let anything unhappy happen so if a negative conversation needs to happen go go talk out by the tree in your front yard like but it can't happen right. in your house it's disney world it's the happiest place on earth i was like that oh, makes nice. so much sense but that's but staying staying positive or looking for the positive each moment i think you is have to look so for important it too. I think because it's important that if you for. if you start to be negative that will bog you down oh, you'll so go down much that hole out of your so pre- and you'll waste you'll mm-hmm. waste your present you'll waste yes. it right. now and I think but we need our community because I am someone who can Pollyanna myself in any situation to the point of toxicity oh really I can make anything well okay come on y'all oh. think about my last uh, couple okay. of years oh, sorry and so, think about how I can turn anything we're not into something I know right but 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 having a community is important <laughs> because we can all yeah. live in the positive but somebody needs to be there to help help say okay I hear you saying all of this Pollyanna but I don't think this is actually how it is and bring you back to that reality and bring you back to here and then find the positivity in yourself and all of that. So I just have the tendency to look at outside people and outside things and Pollyanna them to a point that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Does that mean make the turns a positive spin that's not healthy. So, but my community helps me see things the way they are and I'm not, and and it's not negative at all. It just helps ground me back to earth. Yeah. And where I need to be. And I think that that is also an incredibly important part. Um, and then also, with our children, if we have spouses who are not incredibly involved in the parenting aspect when we have our kids, right? Or when y'all have your kids, because we all know I'm all on my own. Having a community to talk to about things going on with our kids and decisions we're making with our kids, I think is also huge. Because mm-hmm. parenting... Yes on your own is so hard and parenting without the benefit of that other person communicating with you it makes it exponentially hard my kids are grown and the i feel the absence of their father even though he wasn't incredibly involved in their lives the last few years i still feel his absence and being able to make decisions or celebrate our kids i I just feel that all the time Mm -hmm. so but y'all help make up for that I, my, so my close, my closest friends do not have children my age. Like, yeah. y'all's kids are significantly older than mine. Right. Um, I don't really, well, even, even of my other girlfriends, he's the youngest. And I don't, so he doesn't hang out with their kids, like, like regularly, right. you know what I mean? So, I, but my sisters have kids that are closer to his age. And my sister had a conversation with me this morning where she, like, called something to my attention about my son that I didn't really recognize or know. And it didn't hurt my feelings at all. It was so productive. It was so helpful to, like, have that combo. So, yeah. No, I, I agree. But sounding boards? Yes. Just yeah. sounding, sounding boards. boards. 
yes. sounding boards because being alone, if you isolate yourself in parenting and you don't right. have your girlfriends to bounce things off, off of, because Lauren, you've talked or to us friends. about right, so or guy friends, friends in any kind of friend. Yeah, Lauren, you've bounced things off of us because we've had kids who yeah. are your kids' right. age. Right. Yeah, you've and been, you've done it. Already. You know what I mean? And it just, but it, it, it just to me, it's very necessary in my life to have this community of people that I can go to. Right. Yeah, I think it's really important, and I think it's kind of good. You know, my child was the same age as your child. Our divorce went down. Oh yeah. So I've already that. done all those child? little. Yeah, my younger child. So um, been there, done that. Have the t-shirt, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think too. Like okay, Jessica. I I know we've sort of like right. been circular, mainly about being present and how much community is important in that. That yes. seems to be what we've gotten yeah, to. I agree. Um, just not to not to isolate yourself. It really does help you yeah. help you stay in the moment where you are Me- meeting yourself where you are is right. that yes. a good way that's to say it, it? Like how, how do we meet ourselves where we are yeah. and um so i don't know like it's i think it's different to set goals than it is to like try to fling yourself into into a future that you like plan out does that make sense or well, that you assume? yeah well i mean you set goals i would really love to, i think setting goals is important or you yeah. stay stagnant mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily it's not the same as daydreaming about a future that may never happen. Right. That's futurizing. Yeah. Yeah. Setting goals is, I want to be here, backing it up, what are my steps to get there? Now, what can I do today that helps me inch towards that goal? Yeah. I think that's different. I think that needs to be a whole... I think we need to talk about that. Maybe I think that's great. Look at us coming up with another future. <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> and it, I just think it's a slippery slope when you start to think in the past. Yeah and that kind of thing and I think if you can stop yourself and say but now this is where I am this is where I'm headed and that goes to goals because it's not really futurizing it's it's setting a standard for yourself I will never go back to being like that I will never do that now I can say I will never cry every night over something that's broken that I now know that I could not have fixed yeah. if I gave it or prevented. a thousand percent of my yes. attention. I mean, it was not my problem to fix. But or I spent prevent. A, yes. Mine but is I big. I couldn't have prevented it. I spent a lot of time thinking, could I have done this? Could I have done this? Maybe if I'd said this. No. Now, my thing is, that is, I have recognized that is the past. I have recognized my part in it. But from this point forward, I am just doing steps forward. They might be baby steps. They might be giant steps. But I'm going to keep myself going forward and keep myself in the present and trying to meet these goals for my life and making sure that I am holding myself accountable for my actions and nobody else. Like, I can't blame him for where I am now. Right. Because... I have been divorced X amount of time, yeah. so now all my actions are my own, and I take the consequences, good or bad, and I'm just going to keep going forward. I can't be in the past, and I can't look too far in the future, but I can keep myself grounded and knowing where I am, and that's where y'all come in, my community yeah. comes in, and, I, I and think, communication is a huge oh, part of everything. that. Oh, it's everything. I think also um, because 
there there is a significant amount of freedom that and we've talked on this a bit but a significant amount of freedom that comes with um with divorce and peace like we know this Mm -hmm. that when I if I find myself alone or if I find myself with free time I get to go all right what is it that I want to do exactly right now what do I want to do it's not always like what do I I mean sometimes it is what I have to do sometimes it is I've got to catch up on this work or whatever but if that's not the case and it's a random Sunday night like this what what is it that I want to do like when we finish this podcast, I'm going to go watch the Tony Awards. Hey. You know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. I, like, what What do you, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? Well, I agree. I think it depends on where I am. So if I am in a place where I'm feeling really stressed out, I don't need to even think about my goals. I just need to organize. I just need to find myself a way to ground myself and be there. A temporary. A temporary. But if I am in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm alone, I have time. I've, what can I do in my studio? Like I look for those things that I have been itching to do. I try and always have a project, an art project, something that that I can go and go to. I have 50 started probably. Something, ooh, I can go get the, just go find something and pull it out that I can go spend five or 10 minutes or a whole afternoon on would be fabulous. So, I mean, I think it's just, it just depends on exactly yeah, where you, you are in your alone you, time, yeah, yeah. you know, as to what it is you can, what you you can plan to do. Yeah. So. So we, what are we doing this week? What are we doing <laughs> this week to create the life that you love? Um. Do I have anything? You have a show. Not this week. I mean, I'm, I'm working on two shows okay. right now. But, um, no, I'm just kind of playing catch-up. I have a lot of catch-up doctor's appointments this week. Not that Don't that... you have a show this Fun. weekend? <laughs> Next weekend, the 15th, 16th, that's not of one of July. your shows? Of July. Oh, oh third Friday is Friday night. Oh, is it? Yeah, third Friday is Friday night. That's always fun. Well, I am catching a flight out of here. When do oh, you, when you? I'm going to my happy place, the lake. Oh, fun. So, I'm excited about that. And we won't publish this before this weekend, so I can say, it's a surprise party. Woo! (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and acknowledge her, tell her her happy. Happy retirement to my cousin Martha, who is like my big sister that I never had, and one of my best friends in life, and very supportive. Um, And so I'm going to my happy place, Lake, Lake Mills, Wisconsin, to Rock Lake, and... I love that place. I love her. I love her husband, Mike. And so Mike and her one of her daughters, Elizabeth, have cooked this up. So um, it'll be fun. Yay. That's a beautiful thing. So I'm excited. Happy retirement, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, just like you, Lauren, I don't have a ton necessarily planned. Yeah. Friday, I don't have to work on Friday. Just so fun. I'm so glad Ooh. summers don't include every Friday. I have another conference but it's in it's in Huntsville, so it's like right there. So I don't have to go spend the night anywhere. So I but get to spend my days over there, and my evenings over here. Yeah, um, and but you know, I just still I'm still loving the fact that my daughter is home. That I have, you know, I have the one son who lives with me all the time right now. He anyway, but having both of them in my house just makes me happy. Even though what it is much, dynamic. it is much, it is much messier. But I do love having them both in my house. It just. It just That's makes right. me happy. So. That is good. That's good. That's it. All right, so are we ready to clink? 
to a to a fabulous week. Fabulous Cheers. week. Happy Keep Sunday. Let's enjoy every moment. That's right. In the moment. Amen. Yes. Amen. Y'all have a wonderful week. You too. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girl. See you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers.